This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the third volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee and players Ryan Laplante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Tyler Hewitt as Atticus Viz, Laura Hamstra as Eli Sharp, and Della Borovic as Morgan Rawls. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band is in tremendous danger. Eli's life was threatened by the King, and Morgan revealed that she could provide him a dead Chaos Space Marine, while Atticus prepared for the hunt and Valentine knocked out Voidstain to prevent the unarmed noble from getting killed. What will happen now that everything is going wrong? Find out next in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. From the Lizardman Letter. Oh my. If one were to look towards the balcony, it would seem there's going to be a very different kind of prey. Possibly. Oh dear. Eli, you are being held aloft uh, over the edge of uh, the railing of the chalet. You've got a great view of the the reserve you can see you know the trees you can see creatures moving around in them you can see kind of at the the very far edge uh vehicles arriving fanfare flags all that sort of stuff uh but right now none of that matters because you are essentially being held by the scruff of the neck by uh, a fucking space marine uh who is just holding you at arm's length out over the edge yeah. um what is it what's going through Eli's mind right now oh what a shitty way to die <laughs> He wanted to die of, like, a swift blast with the smell of Prometheum coming up towards him, like, through the hull decks of a ship. That's the only way he should die. He <laughs> <laughs> wanted to die in an explosion, yeah. like a cool guy. Like, like, like a Navy man. <laughs> uh, that's fair. So, uh, yeah, Pollard obviously is just, like, <laughs> just holding you very stoically. There's no glee in it. It's literally just, like... I've been told to hang a coat off the edge of this. Yeah, I um, gave up drinking for this. <laughs> you say that out loud or you just think that? No, just think that, but yeah. he thinks the way he talks. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> That's good. His internal monologue is, is consistent. That's tremendous. Um, all right. Uh, do you try and break your, your bindings? God, no. Are you kidding me? I mean, look, I, I got to no. ask. No. Okay. Can, can we hear the words of the thought process? Yeah. We oh, got yeah. the vowels. <laughs> I know all the dogs well, in the was, neighborhood just heard that, I but I, can, was, I didn't hear it. No, for what? Space Marine? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually in the codex. That's, yes. uh, yeah. 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 No, no, no. It's, no, that, I, that's just like a surefire way for him to get dropped <laughs> immediately. Reasonable. Fair enough. All right. Um, Morgan, uh, you are sitting still, uh, hands bound behind your back, uh, just a sweaty, bloody mess uh, across from uh, the king himself, who is uh, giving some some thought to a proposition uh, that you'd made uh, towards him. So what I would like from you, Morgan, is a very, very uh, disadvantage-heavy um, 
perception check because he responded to a lot of things that you said, mm-hmm. but he's also on a lot of coke. That is true. So, um, and I'm sure 40k space coke is real bad. Thank you. Let's see how much you are able to pick up. Uh, yes. Just as a keen observer of people to determine yes. exactly how you can survive situations. Great. And what's my difficulty? Uh, your difficulty. So uh, you're going to take one strain just from engaging in in a social sure. combat Talk, of sorts with, with him. Because uh, from a skill called above your station. Yes, um, which that makes is sense. Very funny to me. It's no blather, but you know it's what we got. Um, I'm going to need. Uh, There's going to be difficulty. Well. Let me ask you this. Do you think Morgan would be able to parse individual things right now? Or is it more just like getting whatever she can get? Or is there anything in particular you would be looking for in response to the the torrent of information you unleashed? Yeah, I think the way that she's dealing with it right now, instead of trying to be sneaky, she's thinking more about all of the bartending. And especially with him on drugs, mm. I'm thinking, how do I deal with a very irritated customer someone who could be unhinged <laughs> and how do i de-escalate and and make them um, amicable to me right okay yes okay so looking for not so much for information but for inroads yes inroads to how to decompress this situation mm. yes okay interesting all right um so in that case it doesn't need to be perception i would take a streetwise or a perception i think okay um, I'm going to say this is a difficulty of four because hashtag cocaine. Yeah. Um, you can have a bonus. I'm going to give you your concealing information bonus, okay. not because you're concealing information, but just because this speaks to like the very core of who you are mm-hmm. and you are, I guess, concealing like the whole everything else Valentine going on behind me. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of other things, uh, I'm going to give you a setback for just your general state. You're not yeah. performing from uh, Please Great Strength. And I think I'm also going to give you a setback for telling the truth. You've kind of painted yourself into a corner because mm-hmm. by being truthful, you can't spin a new version of this. It's no. just, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, and another setback for Eli. Okay. The stakes are, mm-hmm. are weighing on you. Yeah. And I would, I guess I'm... Trying to argue for another boost just from having seen so many people on drugs and interacted with those That's types of the, people. That's the one I'm giving you for, for your conceal okay. information-ish one. All right. Um, I'm going to spend a story point. Okay. Then I will also send, spend a story point. I will not adjust my numbers. Thank you. <laughs> All right. This is this could go any sort of way. So here we go. Hashtag Genesis. Holding my breath. Mm-mm. It's bad. Two failures, three threats. Okay. Um, it's bad. You're going to die here, Rolls. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Morgan, you're having a, a real difficult time parsing anything just because I think for the first time maybe ever, you have conflicting agendas. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm just going to say whatever I can to survive. Mm-hmm. Although there is a huge part of that. It is a big part of it. But, but you've also open the door for trying to save Eli, which in turn fucks your normal, like, I can just lie my way out of this because you have an additional concern. Plus, there's the concern of Valentine and what will happen. I think that's a big part of what's going on in her brain is she's not going to just lie and throw things under the bus because she is keeping the mission in mind. And if anything, the fall guy falls to her as far as 
who is taking the blame for all of this stuff going on. And hopefully Valentine and Atticus can move mm-hmm. on past that. Mm-hmm. Also, I am down to four strain. I am so tired. And it's like, I am, there oh, is, man. unconsciousness is, is knocking at the door yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So he keeps tapping the last pistol against his, his forehead um, and considering you, um, just kind of giving you one of those looks that could either be incredibly probing or he could just be very high. You're not yeah. entirely sure which. Uh, and then he seems to come to a decision um, and he lowers the pistol uh, towards you. Mm-hmm. And he says, you've come from off in the vast galaxy to my planet into the heart of the most important, fun, interesting, and vital part of this society. And you've really just kind of pooched it here, you know? So tell me, Captain, how badly do you want to live? Quite badly, my king. What is it that I can do for you to earn that? Are you willing to do anything? Anything is a rather large and vast question. Okay, cool. I'll tell you what I'm thinking. And if you say no, I'll just shoot you in the head. Cool? All right. Great. All right. All right. So um, I'm going to need that uh, spicy box hmm. you mentioned, um, that, uh, that, that prey. That doesn't go in the reserve. That goes very, very um, quickly and efficiently to me. All right. Okay. No one else hears about this. Mm-hmm. Great. That said, I understand that's going to put you at a bit of a disadvantage in mm. the whole winning my nephew's hand thing. And I imagine that's, that's not really going to work for you. And the problem I'm having here is I have you and I have your friend, but I don't know where that thing is. So if I just kill you and him like right now, then I don't really get that. Mm. I have to go searching and looting and breaking into things. And your ship, I don't, I mean... You seem like you're tricksy and I don't really want to deal with tricks. So here's what I'm thinking. I need you to tell me where that thing is right away. Right fucking now, actually, as soon as I've done the sentence. And then uh, I'll go collect that. Uh, We're going to plant a little bomb right under your chin there. And he just like gestures vaguely with the the pistol. And he says, so if you fuck me on this, I'm going to just pop your head off like just... You know, it's just like a little, I don't know if you have Pez where you come from. We've got a candy here called Pez. It's pretty great. Uh, And in that, you just pull a head up and then candy comes out of it. Except instead of candy, it'll be like vertebrae and blood and gray matter from your brain. So um, so don't fuck with us. But um, in turn, because I'm nothing if not gracious, I realize I'm ruining a chance for you to really win this thing. Because I agree Mm. that would have been a hell of a trophy. Like if that just showed up at the hunt, that really would have been like, whoa. So... I'll go call my friends down at Eco Game, and I've had a special thing whipped up just in case I ever needed it. We'll release that into the pen, injured, and I assume you want to win uh, the, the hunt today. King, I do like winning, but if it would please you for me to step down and stop interfering in your games, I respect you most of all. Yeah, but I can't. I can't win. I can't marry my nephew. That's real gross. So... Uh, I need one of these noble clowns to win, and I'm robbing you of your chance. I'm just trying to be fair here. If not, I'll just let Kyrgios and Versailles figure it out, or Bobberstein, I guess. I don't think that fucker Voidstein's going to pull it off, but, like, maybe. There, he's the guy with the big arm, though. You're friends with him. 
So who knows? Maybe someone you you know will will win. But uh, all I'm saying is, if you want to win, I'll release the beast in there. You can hunt that thing. I'll tell you exactly where it is. You come out looking good. You earn some standing back. Uh, but again, if you fuck with me, I blow up your head. But you get to win the hunt. We all have a nice big party. I buy your silence. You give me a real nice gift. And we just call it a day. If I hear you speak a word of any of this, pop goes the head. Uh, and I'll blow off each of your friend's limbs before his head. But they'll all go quick, slow enough that you'll feel it, mm. but long enough that he'll, I mean, he'll still die, but like you'll really feel it all the way down. Because um, I tell you, these little micro bombs, they're a real bitch. So that's my offer. Uh, and then just holds the gun up. And he's far enough away that he, like you can't kick at or anything. He's, he's no. dumb, but he's not that <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Um, and he says, so what do you say? Do we have a deal? Of course. You are so very gracious, and I appreciate it. Okay. You see, like, I think you think you're good at bullshit. You're not really that good at, at bullshit. Uh, I know this sucks. I get that. <laughs> Where's my fucking space marine? It is in the carriage. You impounded. Ah, oh, fuck. I had it already. Ah. Thank oh, you. you. And he, like, raises the gun and just has a second of, of like, if he's mm -hmm. going to pull it. And she and, just looks so tired. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, oh, man, this is like shooting a sad puppy. <laughs> All right, cool. Let, let me get my bomb guy in here, uh, and then we'll we'll get going. Um, so, oh, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, oh, your friend. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll I'll get I'll get my guy to bring bring uh, bring your your little buddy in. Unless do you want me to drop him? Is he a pain in the ass for you? No, I would appreciate we'll my man back. Thank you. All right. It's no fun. He like points at the two dead guys you shot. He's like, you really got to treat these things as disposable, you know? Unfortunately, here, I only have what is on my ship and my men, so. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. And hey, do you plan on staying afterwards or are you going to fuck off back to space? Unless you would like me to keep my company here. I had plans other places. All right. So you're going to fuck the Duke and then fuck off out of here. That's good. I like that. I like where your head's at. That's great. We don't need an outsider around i thought not uh, at least yeah yeah okay um and he uh he like pushes a button on uh on his, his desk and he's like all right hey listen i need one of you to go tell Forrest not to drop that guy off the ledge um be nice about it i guess and i need you to go pick up a vehicle gives you the instructions for like picking up the carriage uh, and he said, and um, I, I need the, the dock in here. Uh, I need him to bring some more of my stuff, and I need him to bring one of the uh, the uh, injectors. Actually, two, two, because we got, we got, well, hang on. Your friend, he's got, he's got robot arms. Does he have, like, fleshy legs, or what's, what's the deal there? Yes, he has augmented limbs. Okay, so bring four injectors, and we'll just put... One in his throat, one in his chest, and one in his groin. That should do it. Okay, great. So I need four injectors and do the other things right away. Chop, chop. Chop, 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 chop. And he pushes the button. Said, great. So we'll get you all bombed up and then uh, you'll be ready to go. Um, what are you planning on hunting with? Ah, you know, don't tell me. I want to be a surprise. I want to be a surprise. I'm sure you've got, you've got, got your stuff. Um, and pounded your carriage, though. So mm. what do you need? I would appreciate the carriage back after you take the cargo. So we have a way to get to the hunt. Mm. All right, I'll have my guys sweep it, and then you can have the carriage back. Thank you. Um, and with that, the doors behind you open, and um, a very fancy spa-looking doctor comes in. 
um, with like an injector gun. And he says, so just like tilt your head back like you're, oh shit, you don't know what that is. Just tilt your head back, would you? Yeah, I don't have an option here. And it's just like right under the chin, click, click. And you just feel piercing pain as this thing injects yeah. uh, just in a real inconvenient spot for you. Um, not exactly the place you can go digging, um, yeah. as it were. Uh, and he says, cool, great. Okay, well, um, we'll get you all set up for the hunt. Uh, your guy should be down by now. <laughs> not like down, down, just partially down. And uh, thank you for your tremendous gift, Captain. I look forward to watching you win the hunt. You're welcome. Great. She's getting herself out of this. She still has her hands yeah, tied oh behind yeah. her back and everything. So, Forrest, uh, meanwhile, back out on the balcony, Forrest pulls Eli back up. Uh, and he just looks at you with kind of like tired and somewhat bored eyes. And he just says, this isn't the way things should be done. Puts you down. And he said, uh, not really one for apologies, but that's about the best you'll get from me. Oh, Eli has... N this is very unexpected. He, um, uh, he will... He hesitates for a second and then just... Kurt nod. <laughs> and Pollard <laughs> just kind of looks at you again, just like looking through you. He's not really looking at you. just looking through and he says, Yes. These feelings disgust me too. It just shoves you forward. Uh, and soon enough, you're ushered into the king's uh, chamber. And sure enough, they inject little bombs, uh, head, chest, groin. And uh, the king just says, uh, cool, great. So no hard feelings about being uh, dangled off the, the thing there. You're good. You're good. Uh, thank you both so much. And enjoy the hunt. Uh, this is going to be a great one. Can't can't wait to to watch it. All right, I'll, uh, I'll see you both around. Uh, one of the attendants will see you out. Uh, Forrest, a word, please. And uh, Forrest just kind of like looks at the two bodies and like gestures for someone to drag those out. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, you're ushered out by royal guards um, and kind of brought to the lobby where you kind of awkwardly wait for them to sweep your carriage and bring it back to you. There, there are no words for this. At this point, too, he said, don't speak of this. I don't know if I even know enough about tech that I could tell. Are they just bombs or is there some sort of listening device on these bombs? What like, are you asking me for? <laughs> I Well, I don't know if I would be able to tell that or not. Uh, all you saw was an injector and something got shot into you. So okay. it could be anything. It could be irradiated for all you know. You have no clue. Just Great. metal was shot into your body. Okay, perfect. What the shit do they put in us and how the hell do we get them out? Bombs and I don't ah. know yet. Hmm. Why didn't he just kill us? He, Why keep us around? He threatened to. He seems to enjoy a good time. We are going to be cleared once they give our carriage back to go to the hunt and potentially win. I don't understand these people. That wouldn't hurt your head overthinking it. All right. I'll tell you what, Forrest Pillard didn't seem to be too impressed by the way the king handled it. That is good to know. Felt it maybe beneath him, not the way things are done. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Good looking out, Clarence. And suddenly just a guy in full camo 
rushes up and she says, oh, wow, you've been to space? Can you tell me about it? I always imagined you'd be really big up there and wild. And as a hunter, I'm pretty sure uh, I'd be Eli good. Eli wants to just kind of push him away. <laughs> you have no right to do that in this fancy noble space. Also, I don't know if your hands are untied yet. I guess they would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you can. Am I untied? Yeah, I guess they don't uh, yeah. both. This guard's <laughs> on you, though. Just don't want you the, this is just... I, mm. Thank you, Clarence. Space is vast and beautiful and dangerous. You should be thankful you live here on this planet where nothing goes wrong. Uh, and he just, like, looks at you with a mix of, of confusion and, like, uh, bewilderment. He's like, ah, oh, cool! Hmm. Yes. That like looks at Eli and looks at you. Looks at Eli. Eli is like sneering. <laughs> <laughs> like this is nice. Hello and well met. This is Sister Olianmina. I am recording this communique to humbly ask for your assistance. You need only to go to Patreon.com/slash/DumDumDice. For monthly tithes of nearly $5, which I am told is an old Terran currency, you'll receive, besides of course, the blessings of the Emperor, which are priceless, you can also get exclusive weekly video communications, keeping you up to date on the inner workings of those behind the scenes who help keep the Inquisition's engines running, so to speak. Join us now at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That is spelled D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, and may you always walk in the light of the Emperor. Meanwhile, back out in the carriage, Valentine. You got some thoughts. Uh, you've arrived at the um, uh, the entrance to the hunting space, um, and it is uh, it's full safari zone here. Just everyone is over. Um, there's like uh, similar to an F one race. There's just like tents set up where all like the cars would be dealt with, and so there's just various places. All the competitors are hidden from each other uh, if they so desire, and so far no one is making a big show of it. Uh, there's a void stain flag with absolutely no one there. <laughs> Um, so it's just uh, fluttering kind of uh, impotently. Bobberstein seems to be like a uh, the sort of most I went to like a Bass Pro shop and bought all the things I thought I might need for a hunt. I don't know which ones I will. So it's like very overdone. Um, there are uh, tents for both uh, Kiros and uh, Versailles that are uh, separated by Bobberstein and Voidstain. They're very, very purposely set aside. And of course, there's still a Balling Song uh, flag up, and there's a couple of um, uh, like mournful looking staff there who are just kind of like standing tribute um folks who like cleared out but still have some feeling towards the house uh meanwhile there is space for um a captain rolls varn flag there just isn't one because no one showed up to set it up um and there is space for van houten which uh hughes middleton has helpfully um sort of gone ahead and, and got set up so you approach that sort of space uh if you want to conceal atticus and everything else before the race you can hughes got material for that it's a little more like shitty scout tent situation not like full war caravan like some yeah. of these other folks um and i'll say that 
Kiros is in um, a rounded hangar type thing where it's like, uh, like it's still um, tent space has been put up, but it's like a rounded off thing rather than a pointy tent. All right, my lord, I will establish your scouting tent should you want to take shade before the hunt begins. Is there anyone else you'd like to speak to or engage with before this, or should you focus on the hunt? I'm uh, quite keen to focus on the hunt. It, uh, given recent developments, uh, quite interested in finding out what quarry I'll be bringing home after all. Excellent, sir. So Valentine will go over, get Hugh to set up the tent. Uh, as he's wandering around, the one thing Valentine would be doing is trying to keep an eye for that motherfucker from the gate. Mm-hmm. It'd be real ballsy and real stupid of somebody to bring people here. But frankly, this conspiracy has been very clumsy, assuming things are going to just work out their way. Uh, and if he's got any eye on that face, specifically in a Bobberstein uniform, but he doesn't actually care which, that's the person he's keeping an eye out for in the crowd. Okay, can you give me... God help me. This feels like an investigation to me. Yay! Perception. <laughs> I'm going to say difficulty of four just for how much shit is going on. Um, it's, uh, you know, a lot of people are moving in and out of tents. It's not like there's a lot of mm-hmm. folks just sort of standing about. Uh, so difficulty of four, but uh, you can have a boost for looking for a specific face. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you, uh, yeah, I'll give you a boost for chaos. So the difficulty is higher, but also there's a tremendous amount of chaos. So no one will notice a, and you know, it's, it's easier to go unnoticed in the crowd, even being uh, Valentine. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, story points sit at one and four in my favor. I'm good. I don't think this is worth it. One success, one advantage. Okay. So you're scanning the crowd, uh, for the, uh, the guard that you worked with and particularly the Bobberstein, um, giant tent. And from outside, you do not see him. So from your success, you can reasonably, uh, believe that he is not here. Yeah, that makes sense. He wouldn't expect him to be here, but got to cover the bases investigation wise. Cool. Then he's just setting up the tent, and getting Atticus ready for the hunt. It's just performing this job. It's very public. It needs to be matched. Great. All right. So, um, you're getting everything set up. Atticus, is there anything you're just getting ready? Atticus. Because now you actually have to hunt. <laughs> yeah. Um, Atticus is going to stand out in the open while the scouting tent is set up uh, and face with like his back towards the jungle mm-hmm. uh, and look at the Duke. He's just going to look at the Duke up in the stands. Great. So um, similar to the race, there was a floating platform that comes off of the um, the chalet. You can tell the chalet is the, um, uh, the Toronto International Film Festival just happened in Toronto. And there's like the running joke is like if you get invited to a party, it means it's not a party worth being at. So that's the chalet. It's like that's where all the people who are adjacent to the actual thing get to hang out and feel important without being a part of it and then there's the same sort of floating platform situation that the, um the prince and king will be on alongside the the most favored nobles atticus can you roll me perception please difficulty of two setback for just being really fucking far away <laughs> isn't it nice when setback is literally just like i don't know you gotta squint two failures but three advantages okay so um you can't make out the Duke's expression from here. You have no doubt that they have all, and you can see there's all manner of like Terry Gilliam level of like wacky telescope shit. Um, so you can tell that they can see you, but you can't see him, but you can figure out which blurry guy at distance he is. So I think it's very much one of those, like I'm going to stoically stare as best I can 
at yep him without uh but with the failures you're unable to uh to tell what what you're getting back okay then if I, I can't feel any kind of connection on my end i'm still going to try and go through the motions of making it feel like it's just me and him here totally and yeah. i think you can absolutely do that uh and i'll say your advantage you can pass on as a i think two is you can choose who it goes to okay um I choose me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Dig it. Um, okay, you've got horse confidence now. That's yes. right. I've got that horse. Yeah, never left. <laughs> um, okay, so as the um, you can tell, they're like lining up across the wall to the, like the big gate that will open to let everyone kind of out into the woods. There's like a line of people with um, sort of ancient uh, uh, bone horns that are lining up to kind of like signal the start of the hunt. Um, there's people, uh, there's wardens who are like rustling trees and things to like get a bit of an animal frenzy going just so there's some like uh, uh, adjacent sounds. Also further down, you can see the lesser houses. Like there's a line of them beyond this that are kind of coming in from a side entrance um, to gain just whatever favor they can. Uh, as this is happening, a uh, a familiar carriage comes just fucking careening in, um, and uh, Morgan and Eli, uh, you arrive. Uh, Morgan, you have been warned that uh, the hidden guns are truly the last straw, <laughs> um, and that uh, as a consequence of those being discovered. Oh, yeah, it's gotta it's gotta cost you. Um given that it's clear that this is a Van Houten carriage with concealed weapons, um the monarchy will no longer allow the party to be held at Van Houten estate. You'll have to hold it at Ball and Song instead. Where you won't have had time to hide weapons. That's very concerning to them. They're really strict okay. about that shit. Um and since it's clearly not your vessel, uh, that is the message that Hugh Smiggleton will be receiving right now as all blood drains from his face. Um, and they will be keeping a much closer eye on Van Houten Estate moving forward. It doesn't bode well for your conspiracy oh, vibes. Okay. Um, but you arrive. You're alive. You're here. You're excited to see Void Stain and figure out what's what. You pull up. Valentine, you, of course, would see this mm -hmm. coming. Um Eli and uh, Morgan, what do you do? So we don't have any weapons at all. They took them, I'm assuming. They, you had your rifle in the, yep. the carriage. And the bolt pistol and the power sword. So the car the rifle, your rifle, they would have left because you said you had a hunting weapon in uh -huh. there. And I think it's very identifiably yours. Captain Inquisitor's secret armory that was hidden in the carriage is the one they're like, fucking no. What are you talking about? And it's not like you had like a little gun. You had a real big gun and a real big sword. Hence the you lose your mansion. And party. my pistols or revolvers. Well, are gone. technically they're Void Stains pistols and revolvers. Although I guess maybe you have even a domain on them. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Your pistol and revolvers. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I just gave like Tom a come on. Yeah. But <laughs> it was it was a fair one. Um, I think they would probably, you didn't hide those. You just had them in there. They were on me okay, when I was they arrested. Have, they would have given you, oh, no, you're not supposed to have weapons. They would have taken those. So the bolt pistol and sword are gone, correct? Yes. Okay. 
my god. I just need a, a moment to just be ill right now. <laughs> I like that somehow you guys dying would have made you both less stressed. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're at, that's accurate. Yeah, but then I would have been sad. I'd rather be stressed. <laughs> this makes me sad. Now we get to take a... Let's all just sit in this quiet. feeling right now. <laughs> Seeing the carriage pull up, Valentine would hurriedly approach, hoping to arm himself before this goddamn hunt. Yeah. Uh, and he would just like, the moment you're at the door, he's right there and he's just like, hello, uh, is the package taken care of? Clarence, don't talk. Uh, he just, he turns his head, like looks straight <laughs> yeah. ahead, not not looking at either of them. Robrute, uh, things went a bit differently, but... I just am here to wish you and the Lord Van Houten only the best today in the hunt. And she's going to make eye contact with him and she's going to stretch and tilt her head. So hopefully he catches the fact that she has a wound on the, underneath of her face. She's trying to just do that and play it off because she doesn't know how much she can talk here until that thing gets looked at. She doesn't know how much she can say. She's not going to let Clarence say anything. She's just... And Valentine, just cold as ice, as Rabute just says, I hope your theft of this carriage does not reflect poorly on Master Van Houten. We shall be extremely disappointed if there are any consequences. Unfortunately, Figurello, I am such a wild card. You will be so disappointed in repercussions that I have given back unto the Lord's family. Interesting. This is what happens when you trust a rogue trader. I hope you'll enjoy sleeping on another property this evening. Uh, and he returns to Lord Van Houten, having officially banned the rogue <laughs> trader fine. who betrayed the house <laughs> from the Van Houten property. And that was her plan. Perfect. <laughs> uh, the horns blow and uh, the gates open. And there's just like a, uh, a blast uh, of smoke. Um, to cover everyone's entrance. It's like the beginning of Laser Quest. Just like smoke goes off um, and people just kind of disappear into the uh, into the trees. So, Valentine, you now know that the package is not... Oh, we're fucked. We yeah. lost it all. Yeah, we lost it all and they fucked us so hard that we even lost what we had. So, Valentine is humming away because motherfucker needs a song in his heart. Um, okay, so, yep. what do you and Atticus do? You have a moment away from now, uh, Morgan and Eli, given that... He does not trust any of this to not be bugged. So, mm -hmm. what he would say uh, to Atticus when he returns is just, My Lord Van Houten, uh, apparently we have been betrayed by the rogue trader who had stolen your carriage. So, we will need to move forwards in this hunt as we assumed together. I see. Yes, I am equally horrified by these events, sir. My deepest apologies. It was my mistake to give the rogue trader access to any part of the property. We should have kept them trapped on the ship with the rest of their crew. Are the rogue trader and her cabal uh, intact? I do believe so. And they are participating in the hunt, so who knows what betrayals shall come next. Mm, well, just as well then that they're alive to receive our retribution in due time exactly sir exactly uh rebute uh, uh take this rifle it uh displeases me i shall carry it sir all right i need uh 
perception check from Atticus and from Valentine as you rush into the laser tag smoke. Yeah, I will say at the same time, uh, Valentine will take Atticus's microbead and mm-hmm. put it on a new channel that the others aren't using mm-hmm. so that he and Atticus can have clean communications without it being overheard. He's not sure what the fuck happened, mm-hmm. but clearly this has been an absolute disaster and they need complete political separation, Correct. at least for deniability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to that um, effect, uh, once it's given back to him and placed in his ear, um, uh, uh, he'll just say, uh, um, uh, now that we've secured this channel between you and I, uh, your call sign is number one. Mine is number two. Understood, sir. At the same time, remember, this channel may be overheard. Yes, that's why you're number one, Rebute. I understand. I'm just saying you have a distinctive voice, my lord, so people may not be very fooled by number one and number two. Uh, that's Am I number fine. one or am I number two? <laughs> you're number one. I might suggest, Lord, that you be number one because you are of the greatest import to the house. I can be number two. Fine. Excellent, sir. I'm glad to have pleased you. I'm sorry for the conflict, and I heard the news from Hugh. Undoubtedly, you're devastated. Uh, yes, I am. Realizes you haven't heard the news from Hugh? <laughs> I'm just going to let that one go. Yeah, this attic is trying to play along. Trying to just call you number one was just a way for him to not to, like... The reflex is, sir, this and sir, that. <laughs> number one is something he can manage. But now now I'm number one. So it's just more of the same charade shit he's been trying to avoid. Just like that with, with the crushing weight of everything that's just happened, you somehow end up in an odd couple routine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, all right. So uh, perception um, It's going to be uh, difficulty four. Uh, uh, Valentine, I'm going to give you difficulty two because of your augmentation okay um you get a setback for the smoke atticus you get a boost for both of you being on high alert okay is my auspex useful here i don't think you have it out it'll be on the hunting gear but no i probably wouldn't take it out here got, take it like, out once he we literally just handed you a rifle so this is literally like not you guys going through the woods being like oh no 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 I, i'm picturing it the caddy like it's slung over the shoulder we're not in the woods yet once yeah, we're in the well, woods you're like you're, you're yeah. entering the edge of the woods it's just like right. this isn't hunting mode this is the mad scramble of everyone and yep, i want to see how sense. much information you get as you Great. as you go yeah aspect's not out agreed yeah. cool yep good to roll let's go for it let's do it oh wow not bad atticus only one failure that's it great one advantage, four success, and a triumph. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's on. Steven all over the place. He's on. He's on. Fucking, doing a little fucking needs a win needs is all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it might be the humming. He's, humming might have done it. There's nothing better than a Valentine who is completely goat fucked to immediately focus on the job. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, as you both rush in, again, immediately you're just hit by like the heat is more humid here. Uh, the plants are, are giving off a variety of scents and smells. Um, and uh, you can you obviously know there's a lot of like random creatures out there as well as a, a lot of competitors. Um, Valentine, two things you get out of case you don't get anything because you roll a fail. Um, Valentine, two things you notice, um, and then we can talk about the triumph, but no, the triumph is one of those things. Um, you notice visually, uh, servitors tracking everything from the trees, just mm-hmm. kind of hovering around, makes sense. People yeah, they want to film watching. what's going on. Um, so you see those, but it kind of adds to your understanding of the, 
you like all the walls have ears situation. This is being filmed live. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. gonna have audio. They're not fucking broke. Yep. So there's that. Uh with the triumph. Uh how wait, how many success did you have? It was a stupid number, right? It was like six. It was a stupid number. It was <laughs> four. Okay. So I'm gonna let you make an argument for your triumph, I guess, because I think that'd be fun and you need a win. So <laughs> God. You He finds a power sword. <laughs> I'm taking it right. I, I'll I, turn this I, car right around. I know, I know. I'm joking. Driving but I want to hear. I want to hear the second. Yeah. Piece so the second though. piece is you hear. Um, Stop acting like you're giving us too much. <laughs> <laughs> this is hell. <laughs> None of this is easy, Tom. I mean, it was easy until this episode. <laughs> uh, you hear a grinding of uh, of gears and machinery, um, kind mm -hmm. of off to your right. Uh, moving very rapidly uh, and the crunch of of branches and, and trees is something very big and very heavy kind of forces its way through them. Um, so those are the two things you get from just your, your many successes. Um, for your triumph, uh, is there something in particular you want to spend that on that isn't a fucking like Excalibur power sword they forgot about that's just rusting in the... Between, in the I would say... Let me pitch this and then you can figure out the answer because this is Valentine's big knowledge piece of knowledge here is if there were bo like Bobberstein snipers means to Valentine, that's confirmation that the people who are fucking over Voidstein were Bobberstein. They're spreading it around, but like we have Bobberstein snipers. Bobberstein was the one who called in the fire. It was rigged to exist there. And we got the information from Kiros, which might mean Kiros is and Bobberstein are one team up. He doesn't fucking know. But if Bobberstein's the problem, Bobberstein snipers also saw Atticus and Valentine go down into an area, then come back out, and now there's no evidence in the area, which means, like, we've made ourselves players in the Bobberstein awareness of who's helping Voidstein, who's fucking shit up. A good time to eliminate this, if you say we're trying to hack and capture information about this hunt, would be the hunt. He's very determined to not be murdered by snipers uh would be his goal or whatever trap is in play he's more he's knows atticus will focus on the hunt he's focused on trying to figure out who's gonna try to kill okay. them or something okay. here all right i like that so as you um make your way in that all hits you realize that this is a goat fuck so your brain kind of like time slows you concentrate on like at the very least i can deal with this barberstein thing everything you just described yeah. Um, I think kind of slinging the gun down as there's still the smoke screen, uh, you pull out your auspex, quickly flick over to, uh, I assume you could read a map on an auspex, but it'd be very small, or would you have like a data he, slate? He's also got a data slate, so uh, I imagine kind of like plug one into right, the other, so whip, and whip out the, he can almost like forearm mount it so that he's sure, got yeah, the ability to keep style. both hands free, but you know, <laughs> yeah. it's on the inside of the forearm and the left arm supporting the rifle as it's out. I got nice. you. So um, you give it a quick glance, and I think with your triumph, we can say at if your concern is ambush points... A quick look at the map would give you a good sense of like, okay, if it were me, I could trap any of these hatches or I would hide in trees and X, Y, Z, just at a, at a glance. So I think it's easy enough to kind of maybe even have a subroutine that yeah. uh, uh, Eugene can run that just like red marks all of the spots that would be a problem. So it's not to say you can't still get jumped. Mm -hmm. You just have a like there's he, probably a problem he's, he's got commissar training which means he go into the field with the, the guard and yep. like know what was going on and yeah it's where because everything we've seen has been capable but by like with an amateur level of conspiracy but a very capable level of homicide mm -hmm. yeah which is like the bomb worked and they killed everyone and they hid snipers we didn't spot 
but they were sloppy in how they did the wall. So it's like, okay, they're not going to have like veterans who are going to be thinking two steps ahead of like, oh, we need to ambush somewhere outside of where it would be convenient to really sucker punch somebody. So yeah, that this makes perfect sense to me. Okay. He's just got to lay the land for like, this is the part where we could get shot real easy. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So with that knowledge in mind, uh, the two of you make your way in. Uh, I assume, Atticus, do you throw off the cloak as soon as the cameras have an eye on you? Um. Yeah, no. Nope. Hang on to nope. it. Nope. Keeping the cloak. Uh, Let's say Valentine would tap his lord on the shoulder and point out the servitor cameras to make sure Atticus knows that this is a filmed event. He's not interested in Atticus being surprised by that fact. Right, right. Uh, uh, he'll give you a, a knowing nod, uh, uh, but uh, uh, keep the cloak on. Um, everybody who's seen him, he was standing outside of his scouting tent, knows that he only knows him to look at a cloak. So now I've got a cloak I can hang up somewhere in the jungle and that's the target and I'm not actually there. So the cloak stays on until we're in cover. Amazing. Uh, so the two of you, uh, start to stealth your way forward into the jungle. This episode of The Valentine Heresy features the voices of players Brian LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, Laura Hamstra, and Del Borvik, alongside Game Master Tom McGee. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and The Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorraine Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, Maria Kennedy from Hero Trackers here to tell you about a special report we've been working on at Hero Track Media. With the help of my producer, Shayna, we are going to reveal the life story of a mysterious hero that, as far as we can tell, has never been covered by a media outlet before. Subscribe to this podcast feed to learn more about this hero and the strange circumstances surrounding their life and career, and how they might be connected to your favorite heroes. 
Coming soon from Hero Track Media, Vigil. Vigil, Season 1, an audio fiction superhero thriller in 10 parts from All In Productions. Featuring Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy and Adam Kudashat as Vigil. Subscribe or follow to make sure you're the first to know about Vigil.